Welcome to the BAM Podcast. That's right, BAM, business and money instead of bitching and moaning. This is the 2.0 version of the top three podcast, True Underdog. This will give you an inside look at building a business, overcoming business and personal issues, and most of all, not bitching and buying into this bitch-ass cancel culture lifestyle. I'm tired of it. I'm sure you're tired of it. Take it from me, who I've built three companies and have done over a billion in sales in my time. You're going to hear from cool-ass guests as well on my show. You have zero time to bitch, time to make your move. Let's fucking go. Bam. Bam. Jason Waller here with the Bam Podcast. That's business and money, not bitching and moaning, business and money. <laughs> Today is a great day. We have got a great guest on. I want to say thank you. We've been, uh, the new show has been out less than a month and we just hit top 10 entrepreneur podcasts. So thank you listeners and subscribers. Yay! Yes. And I've got a treat for you today. I've got, I'm a big salesperson. I love salespeople. I love entrepreneurs. I love people who go out there and grind and hustle and stay humble. And I've got a great guest here today, Jesse Lee. She's heart-driven, culture-driven, women-focused, influence building an empire with seven-figure earner. How are you doing, Jesse? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me, Jason. This is going to be How was that intro, right? I've got a lot of energy. It's, it's five too. shots of espresso. Oh, well, that's not good for your heart, I don't think. So we should have a conversation about that, but maybe at a different time, you know. I do a little like bit of like cardio boxing. I think maybe that offsets it. And I drink I drink water to chase it. Does that help? Um, Probably not. not really? But, probably you know, not. maybe maybe break it down to four and then go to three. I don't know. I'm just going to be your health. I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, listen, you you are uh, verified uh, by Network Marketing Pros Hall of Fame, and you're currently number one female network marketer in the world. And yeah. right before we got started, I was trying to understand a little bit about your <laughs> business model. But for the listeners out there and the entrepreneurs out there and, and, and people that are on the grind and the hustle every day, I want to understand your story. So can you walk us through exactly, I, I saw that you took a job in sales where you needed 300 bucks to pay rent, mm -hmm. and you just catapulted from there. So tell us about that. Uh, yeah, so that was, oh my gosh, it's almost my 12 year anniversary for the record. Ooh. So like we're about to have a fiesta up on here, uh, but January 7th is my 12 year, uh, anniversary of entrepreneurship. So yes, it's exactly that. I was, uh, I actually was your, your typical college grad thought I was going to have, you know, the really good job and do the 401k thing and the benefits. And I did. Uh, but I definitely never had the DNA for that. So I was always, I always had that little hustle, that drive. My childhood set me up for that, and it, and it ends up being a positive way, of course. But long story short, yeah, I needed $300 to pay rent. And this is 2011, so this is, this is before gig, the gig economy existed. This is before you could go on you know, anything and make quick money. There was no TaskRabbit, if you like handyman work. There was no Grubhub. There was no DoorDash, none of this stuff. And so it was just these little at-home businesses. And so I bought a little starter package, and I said, oh, my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, let's just get started, basically. And uh, it, I just never stopped. I love the hustle too much. I love the grind too much. The $310 investment turned into, um, you know, I've made over $20 million doing this now in the last 11 years and then obviously I'm an investor and I own traditional businesses and all kinds of stuff now but um it, and that's not an income claim I'm not normal so you got to say these things I work harder than everyone blah 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 disclaimer disclaimer right. disclaimer uh but no it changed my whole life and I'm so grateful for it I'm grateful for entrepreneurship I'm grateful for sales because all it really was was direct sales it was in people's homes it was presenting them a product making them laugh a little bit creating a relationship in a really quick short period of time it was being charismatic it was being empathetic it was all the things that is that celebrated 
celebrated now that totally was not celebrated, you know, 12 years ago. People did not want to talk about being kind and they did not want to talk about caring about people and they didn't want to talk about right. any of this stuff. And it ended up giving me a really big leg up because it was always very, very genuine with me. It was, it was, I care about you. I think this product's great for you. I think this will actually help you. I think this business opportunity will help you. And I just built it into a monster international empire. So you started selling one product. Does that product change over time? Like for the listeners out there, they're they're wondering like, okay, if I decide to open up my own business and start doing some digital marketing and brand myself, you know, is there a certain product that you started with that really catapulted your yeah, so the difference between what I do and affiliate marketing, like we were kind of chatting about before we hit record, is that affiliate marketing, you're just a person who has influence over people. You pick any random product. It could be a spatula. I see these all the time. Like weird kitchen utensils people like to be affiliates for, or like a program maybe you're going to quickly affiliate for, or um, an event you're going to sell as many tickets for, or whatever. Instead of that, it's you pick a company to align with. So I do network marketing now. I started in direct sales with this kind of belly-to-belly -belly stuff. I moved into network marketing in 2015. And network marketing is exactly what it sounds like. Let's not make it anything else that it, than, than what it is. It is you are somebody who chooses to build a network. How you build the network is up to you. For me, I love social media, uh, but I did do it in person for four and a half years. So you build a network of people who build a network of people who build a network of people and you market a product. So network marketing. Um, I am affiliated with one company in network marketing, uh, and that, and I sell one product with that. Uh, and you can't, you asked about, can you know, do you, can you pick different things? Can you do different things? Yeah, of course. There's people who go, Oh, I'm no longer aligned with this product, this service. I no longer agree with it. Or I don't, I don't like the, the sales team I'm working with, or I don't like the company I'm working with anymore that I'm affiliated with. Um, I don't like whatever it could be anything, or there's people that are just stupid, I call them, I'm going to say they're stupid. These money yeah. chasers. There's people just like anything where it's like, oh, I think I see a quick, shiny deal. And I've never been the quick, shiny deal kind of girl. I think I... I don't do that in anything, actually. I don't do that in investing. I haven't done that since I was a little, little kid. I'm more of like, a, I'm a stick and stay and get my freaking pay kind of person. Yeah. And people look at me now and I'm this monster. I'm the number one network marketer in the world. I've got all, everyone looks at me as she's the wealth creation girl. She's got all this stuff. Oh my gosh, what in the world? And it's like, it's because I didn't get excited about somebody offering me a $10,000 bonus or a $50,000 bonus or a million dollar. I got, offered, I got a million dollar, offered a million dollar bonus in 2017 for a company that I went Nah, like, I think I just want to, I think I want to actually build a business. Like, I'm not, you know, whatever. Um, and I never chased the money. I cared about the people and I cared about the network of people. I cared about making sure I was selling them something that I thought was really worthwhile for them that I could stand behind. And yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that, the rest is kind of history. So when people join your team, they have an ability to network market products they believe in, correct? Yes. Yep. And so the, the difference in my understanding, because in, I'm really big into digital marketing, right? I've owned a few companies and awesome. a recent one, we were spending about $10 million a month in digital marketing. I'm talking TikTok ads, YouTube ads, uh, Facebook, Instagram, you know, conversions. I mean, we were getting millions of leads a month pretty much uh, yeah. in the solar business. And, you know, we never really looked at network marketing. That's why I'm so intrigued and yeah. never looked at affiliate marketing. So I, I'm like soaking this in like, wow, <laughs> I'm invested in a couple other new businesses now and doing yeah. things. And I'm like, what is this network marketing thing? This is intriguing. When I saw your profile come through, I said, 
Interesting. I gotta, I gotta learn more about this. Yeah. And I can tell you, um, I, I'm not going to say it's perfect because there's no such thing as a perfect business right. model. You're an entrepreneur yourself, Jason, you know, it's like, oh my God, you could tear apart every business that there ever is. I just think it's a better way. So I've never spent a dollar on ad spend. I've built this massive following as you've seen. I've never, cause I understand, I understand it though. You know, I'm, I run in the world with these other huge digital, digital and e-commerce guys. I get the concept of spend a dollar, make $2. Like I, I see, yeah. I know what you're doing. I understand it. It makes sense to me. I call it planning seeds, right? I plant yeah. all the seeds and things grow yeah. and then you, then yep. you reap the harvest, but go yep. ahead. Yeah. So I totally understand what you're doing. It's just, a, it's a completely different, uh, it's a different hustle. So my, and we're, we're both hustling. Don't get me wrong. I love that word. So it's not an insult. It's just different. Mine is just, uh, who can you, how can you start to understand people, what you're doing, but also in a different way. Right. Um, and so instead of the targeting aspect, I'm teaching people how to brand themselves online, how to market themselves, how to create content, which you're doing, um, probably with, you know, um, UGC content and stuff like that. Right. But like, or, you know, UGC, I don't even say content, but like you're, you know, all of this stuff that you guys are doing, is the same, except for I'm teaching it from the organic perspective. And so I'm teaching people to actually build their brand, which then allows them to kind of pivot into whatever aspect they want to. So it's just too different. It's totally different, but I totally understand and respect. Well, I, I, I think your hustle is harder, but it's, but it's, but it's, it, it, it has stability, right? Because yeah. when you are, you're, are doing what we've done before paid advertising and digital creation and you, Yours is really building the foundation where it's more organic and it's there. You don't have to pay for it. It's just always reoccurring, correct? Yeah, and it's cool because um, let's say tomorrow I decide that I want to market flowers. I don't know. I got flowers right in front of me, right? Because I have this actual network of people that I have relationships with and I've created and I've, I've cultivated over the years now. It's like I could say, hey, guys, tomorrow I'm opening a florist shop and I'd have a huge launch. Right. You know, it's like it's so it. it it, yeah, it's, it's different. I think it is harder. I think you're right. I think too many people, you'll hear things about it, about network marketing, like, oh, you know, they say you can get rich quick and whatever. And you can, because you can run ads. You can do what, what you just mentioned. You can. You can convert things in different ways. People can get lucky. They can have a viral TikTok pop off or a viral Instagram reel. And next thing you know, they're making, you know, $250,000 in sales in an hour and a half. They don't know what's happening, whatever. Like, all of that's possible. But, I mean, you're looking at somebody with longevity. I mean, you could you could try to take whatever you want away from me. It's never going to happen. I mean, I'm built like a brick shit house over here. Whoa, so I love that. Yeah. It's, it's built never like a brick shit house. You know, my old man, do you say that all the time? Man, <laughs> I oh, never say it. So I think house. that's like God telling me I needed to say it for you to think about you. No, it's, it's fantastic. I, I love that. I, so I watched a couple of your TikToks. I saw you and your, uh, your husband, right. Um, cooking. Oh, that's my boyfriend. But yeah. Boyfriend. Sorry. Sorry. No, I'm not uh, offended. No, it's okay. Yeah, but you were like, hey, look, I love this guy and he was cooking. So tell me about your TikToks. Like I'm, I'm trying. My TikTok game's not great. It's average. I'm really good on Instagram, Facebook. My Twitter game sucks. My TikTok game's in the middle. So tell me about like TikTok. You've got a pretty good following in TikTok and some of your videos are really funny. Yeah, so I actually have two different TikToks. And part of when I teach branding is that there's a lot of people who say, oh my gosh, I have this, I don't know about my niche. Like I'm such a, I'm such a diverse person. I like this and I like that and I'm wild, but I'm also conservative and I'm blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. We all have that. So why don't you create on multiple different platforms and show people your diversity? And therefore they can also make the determination in their own minds if they want to follow you on multiple platforms. Because my whole thing around content 
creation and branding and marketing is like, where do we create omnipresence or how do we create omnipresence? And so you have found one of my TikTok pages. I have one other, which is Bossly Biz. Bossly Biz is all business content. Everything is short form reels of me on stages or me giving presentations or me in interviews or me doing, you know, whatever. Um, And it's just hammering, right? And so that's building the brand where it says, okay, this is a businesswoman. Like this woman understands entrepreneurship. This woman understands investing. This this woman understands, you know, whatever, fill in the blank because I'm teaching and I'm training over there. You found I'm Boss Lee, which is, you know, awesome. That's more of like my... I am funny. Like I say crazy things. I do wild things. I am out there. I am inappropriate on that. Like, I mean, inappropriate, but part of my brand is like, I am super authentic. So people that follow me, you either love me or hate me. If you follow me, you did not expect me to show up in a button up shirt or like whatever a a professional woman is supposed to show up. in. you'd be like, no, boss Lee's probably gonna show up in like something bright and like just like natural makeup and just chilling in her house. Her dogs might walk by. It's me. And so that authenticity attracts a lot of people. And so I've had, I've had several TikToks go viral because I'm just being very bold, very, in some cases, brash, but I'm being me. It's almost like that TikTok page is if you're, if you like me on that TikTok page, you'd probably want to be friends with me, right? Like that one, you're like, okay, my Facebook is where you're going to see a lot of my, my softer side. So I have five God kids. You're going to see family time. You're going to see, get readies with me, like makeup things. Like if I do like a full, like even if it's just a little face to makeup, I'll start very basic and just have a question and answer conversation. You're going to get a softer side. You're going to be able to ask me any, you know, like I said, any questions you want sometimes when I'm on that online video, that's a different side. And then Instagram is my business and my lifestyle. So sometimes I'll show, like I actually hardly ever show off stuff like because I have the Lamborghinis and I've got like the, I live in the penthouse and like whatever. I do a bad job of showing off. Show, I do a really bad job. I get, get better at this. Everyone tells me, you got to show people. I'm like, man, whatever. Well, look, that's a fine line because I've but, been um, chastised a little bit for showing off. Like yeah. Grant Cardone, I've had him on the show, a great dude. But to me, he shows off a little too much. Right. And then, then I'll do like a, a quick like video or TikTok and I'll be driving in a, and I have a Urus. And so I'm driving that. And then some people are like, they love that because the people follow you like, look, you're like me. You're relatable. I can get that too. And that's what you want to promote. But yeah. then you get people are like, what the fuck? Really? Like, why? Yeah. So like I shared, I showed uh, my one of my cars the other day, but it was really cute. And I, this is very me. So like, I love kids. I'm a big mush ball. I'm a... I'm a red, yellow, I don't know if you know like any personality stuff, three wing, two, if you're in an Enneagram, whatever. Um, basically, I'm, I'm dominant and I'm a driver. Like I can't help myself. I have to, have to win. There's something in my DNA. I didn't choose this life, okay? This life chose me. But I'm a mush ball. So right. I want to win never at the expense of others, always in the service of others. It's really important to me. And so this little boy, like I, I, I have a, my car is all custom and really it's four different colored wrap and it's like really cool looking. And I, I don't know. I was parking. I don't even know where it was parked. But like a five-year-old boy is standing in front of it and he's got like a little, he's got an Instagram page. It's called like something loves cars and yeah. he's standing in front of it. And clearly his mom runs the Instagram page and she like posts a story or she posts a post and then she shares the story. It's like, Oh my gosh, this is like, I'm boss Lee's amazing Lamborghini. Um, he's look how happy he is to see this. You know, and I'm like, Oh my God. God, like, cause I never, I never, I don't care, you know? And I'm like, yeah. this, I'm going to show, like, I never show off my cars, but like this, I just, I love like, and I, and I made a little caption. I said, those of you who are parents never, never stop letting your kid dream. Cause this right. little boy, you can just see this look on his face. Like, no, my gosh, like, I just love this. Um, and I just, oh, I love this. So I don't know why I'm on a tangent about that, but it, it's making me smile. So I'm glad I shared about it. But yeah, no, that's I mean, great. And, and look, as long as it's tasteful and it's not, um, you know, gloating, you yeah. know, there's, there's a difference. 
And I think, but I think that the, the people that, that follow you and the people that are inspired by you and get motivated by you, they need to see the success sometimes because then it becomes real, becomes tangible. Mm-hmm. It's something they can go after. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, you talked about having that DNA to win. You know, I, I share a lot that um, I, I did a TED talk and on one of them, I talked about being a buffalo instead of a cow. Do you know the difference between the two? Between a buffalo and a cow. Um, I know the difference between rhinos and cows, so I'm guessing it's similar, but go ahead, give it to me. So when a storm comes, right, a cow actually runs away from the storm, right? And when a storm comes, a buffalo actually runs through the storm. And so I like to challenge people to run through the storm because when problems or adversity hits, when you run away from it, it chases you and you're miserable longer and you can't really get through it. But if you're like a buffalo and you attack that storm or you try to become the storm and you go through it, then you overcome that adversity er earlier uh, than anticipated. You can be successful. So, Hmm. you know, I feel like people that like to win, naturally, they're like a buffalo. They're like, look, I'm I'm not running from shit that's coming. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to run through it. I'm going to get to the other side and continue to do that. And those that are scared, and it's unfortunate because I think a lot of people are confused if they're scared or not. They're scared Hmm. to make that leap. They just run. They just run from the problem. Um, you could call it fight or flight. You know, I think you're a fighter, right? I'm a fighter. There's there, there's a handful of fighters out there, but then you have people that just fly away when sure. there's issues. And so I think it's important for the listeners and the viewers to know that, you know, as an entrepreneur, and you said, you know, life didn't choose you and you just want to take a chance. You were working a, a normal job, I'm assuming, and going through and struggling going, is this me? And those are the things that people need to hold on to. When you're questioning yourself, you have your answer. You know, I always say fulfillment, you know, happiness is, fulfillment is happiness. Fulfillment isn't how much money you have or what car you have or our job title. And and people say it's easy for, for you or me or other people that have had, you know, made some money and done some great things in the world to say that. But I know some of the happiest people in the world that, that, that push a room at Walmart, you know, a couple that that they're just fulfilled with happiness because that's what brings them joy. And I always say, mm-hmm. if you're doing something in your career, or your job that makes you unhappy, that doesn't fulfill you, then you're not winning. You're not successful. And when you talk about winning, it's not just capitalizing on money. You just got excited about a five-year-old getting excited about seeing your car. And yeah. that was fulfilling for you because they were excited and you made their day, maybe even their month. And that was fulfilling for you. And that's the point of when you talk about winning that people have to understand. Winning, it comes in all kinds of different things, but it's that fulfillment of happiness, right? Um, I like all of that. I wrote down a whole bunch of it. And so I guess the question I would tell everyone to think about is, okay, what is happiness to you? I just did an interview where I talked about this, and then it got cut into a reel where I'm talking about joy. That is success to me. So success to me, forget all this stuff. Like the stuff is cool. Don't get me wrong. It's fun to have it. But you start to realize after you have the stuff, after you have the financial freedom, oh, my gosh, it really was the easiest thing to fix. The money issues are the easiest thing to fix. The hardest thing to fix is is something going on in your mind. I just got to tell everybody that. You fix this, the money comes flowing freely. It's all the excuses you make around why you don't have, you don't have, you don't have, you don't have. But like chase the joy, chase what makes you feel so alive. And the more you do that, it just changes everything. It shifts everything in your world. You start feeling, oh my gosh, I love what I do. I love what I do. I love what I do. And I think too many people are stuck in doing things and lives and whatever that they just, they don't 
They like they they think that life is so short, but life is also so long. And so if you yeah, stick yeah. yourself in this situation where you're not willing to change all of these things that you do not like about your life, life is way too long for you to be doing that over and over and over and over and over again. So what is happiness for you? People need to get really crystal clear on what that is and then run towards that. And then you said, I like this, when you're questioning yourself, you have your answer. Um, I think that the most successful people are massive, very quick executors. It's not, oh, this option and this option. Let me think about it for a real, like, I need to weigh all my pros and all my cons and all my this and all my that and da da da. And let me get this person's opinion and this person's opinion. And let me talk to that. Like, everyone I know that is just an absolute killer in business, crushing life, best relationships, incredible marriages, like, just like top of the world, you know, in every aspect, they are not sitting around. You know, stroking their yeah, chin and thinking whatever they're going, well, you know what? No, I'm making a decision. And whether it's the right decision or the wrong decision, I, I'm committed to it. I'm stuck to it. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to run and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to explode with this. And so a lot of people, when I, when I joined the direct sales and the network marketing and all this stuff, oh, are you sure about that? Are you sure about that company? Are you sure that you want to build on TikTok? Are you sure about it? I don't know what this accent is. Are you I'm sure, sure about not, Facebook I'm Live? Sure I'm sure they sound just like that too. That's how they yeah, sound. Yeah, because they're cows, right? They're not buffaloes. That's right. what cows exactly. sound like. <laughs> but uh, these cows. But it's like I, I said, regardless, I made the decision. And too many people, they make a decision and then they waver on it. It's like if you pulled the trigger on something, the trigger is pulled. That's so, it. So do it. Like, Amen. go, you've got to run. And so I've made things, I'm like, uh-oh. And I just had a conversation, I, had a, uh, I was coaching somebody the other day, and she said, and she was kind of talking about, like, sort of indecisions and stuff like this, and I said, her name's Candace. I said, Candace, of everything, you, of, of everything you've done in your life and all the things where you go, oh, my gosh, I made that decision and then this happened. You know, because some people go, oh, it's bad advice, because if you give that advice, then, you know, what if all these terrible things happen? I'm like... No, like there's learning lessons that happen for sure in every decision you make. I said, but Candace, did any of that kill you? Like did any of those things, did it hurt anybody? Like did anything bad happen? Did you survive your worst days? And she got really emotional. She's like, you're so right. I'm like, look, I remember being in the middle of some of my lawsuits and because when you're successful, you get sued. It just is what yeah, it is. Yeah. So whatever. Um, like in some of my lawsuits and in some, like sometimes I'm suing people. I'm like, what is going on? Or, you know, personal matters or any of this stuff. I'm like, holy smokes, like this is insane when you're in the middle of it. And I said, now I look back on those things and I'm like, first of all, I learned this, 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 this from it. This, 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 this success came from it. This, 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 this. And uh, Ed Milet's my business coach and he gave an example of it the other day. He said- Oh, I know Ed. I know Ed very yeah, well, yeah. Ed's awesome. So he said he sold a house in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. He made the decision. He told everybody, I already decided, like I'm selling this house. It's gotta go. This is 2020, or two, 2020, 2020. <laughs> So in 2020, he sells his house in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, right on the lake for $10 million. Three years later, he's, somebody sells – or three years later? No, that's impossible. I guess it was like the next, the next year. Somebody yeah. sells it. Or maybe it's three months later. It's something really dramatic. The person that bought that house sold the house for $26 million. And he had friends that are like – you see, see, you know, you didn't, you didn't think about it long enough. You executed, executed too quickly. And he said, no, I made the decision. And because I sold that house for $10 million, I bought my island. 
So now he owns an island, right, for more than $10 million. But, like, he bought an island, and now it's, like, this horse sanctuary and whatever. You can see it all the time in his stories. He's like, no, I just made a decision. Like, your life will send you on the exact path you're supposed to if you would just follow your own guidance. And so um, I just think the most successful people, like like you said, when you're questioning yourself, um, you have your answer. You, I think all of us know what we need to do. We all know who we need to stop having relationships with or start having relationships with or where we should be posting or what kind of content we should be doing or who we should have as our coach or what, what yeah. events we should be going to. We let other people's opinions sway us. And uh, you've just you've got to follow that internal guidance a little bit stronger sometimes, I think, if you want to have the success we all deserve. I agree. I think it's worse to make to not make a decision or to make the decision and worry about the decision you didn't make and not give it a chance than make the wrong decision. I always say, I talked about it in the book, um, there is no wrong decision. Whatever decision you make is the right decision. You just got to do the best with it. And if it doesn't work, you pivot and make another decision. Yes. But when you sit in there and you're right, that's what people do. Most people like those cows, most, they just sit there and they, they ponder and they, they need a reason to, you know, so they're looking for someone to tell them why not to do it or someone to, they, instead of just, just doing it. Like there's and it's like, you know, it's the funny thing is if you ask enough people for their opinions, you'll hear the answer that you want to talk you out of it, right? Or whatever it is. Like this happens all the time. You do this when you're in middle school, right? You're like, you know you want to like break up with your stupid boyfriend, right? And you ask like your best friend. She's like, no, don't do it. And then you ask like your second friend, like, what do you think about blah, blah, blah? I don't know, no, 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 no. Then you ask and you ask and you ask and you ask. After 15 people, you hear someone who's like, yeah, I agree. You should. Oh, see, I uh, like you're looking for validation. Just the validations in here. Okay. Just right. you need to follow your own internal guidance. More people need to hear that message. I agree so much. And uh, I got to see Ed speak. It was maybe like eight months ago. He came to Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a couple mutual friends. Dave Meltzer is my old ah, coach. He's great. Yeah. David Meltzer. So, uh, you know, he introduced me to Ed on the show. Two minute drill I was a judge for uh, three seasons. And then, uh, but I got to hear him speak and I'm a big Eric Thomas fan. That's my favorite. Had him on the show. He's my favorite of all time. But Ed's last time that this run that he's going out, you know, just one more. And he talks a lot about, you know, with his, um, about his dad. That was probably one of the best speeches I've ever heard. Right. Hands down. That was solid. Well, it's getting better and better and better also. Like I've heard that speech probably three times now and he yeah. adds, he's getting better. He's even a more impactful speaker. He's incredibly yeah, yeah. influential. Like I, oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. He is, he is amazing. Good dude too. Like, you know, I like when people are successful and they share their success, but they're genuinely kind. You talked yeah. about at the beginning of the show, being kind. There's this perception that if you're successful, you're not kind. That's what people think, right? You've heard that before, right? No, I say this all the time. It's like we're so aligned right now. I'm loving this conversation because I tell people, I'm like, I, I'm absolutely on the tra trajectory to be a billionaire, right? Like it's just it's happening. I see it in my mind's eye. I think like I know what's happening. I'll be able to impact so many people. I can't wait. But like, I mean, I can wait, but I can't wait. And I'm like, and I said this to Ed just the other day. I'm like, I'm going to show people you can be so kind and such a good person and whatever. Like you don't, like money isn't going to turn you evil. You're going to be able to help so many people. You're going to be able to be so warm and welcoming and show other really good people. Oh my gosh, you can do it too. And oh, it's so important to me. So yes, thank you for saying that. Yeah, good. Well, see, it is funny that we're aligned on that as well. So what's next for you? You're, you're super driven. You talk about the, the, the mission and, and the goals to be a billionaire. You've right, got the trajectory to get there. You're building the, the brains. What would you tell someone out there that sees this cancel culture th nonsense and sees this 
uh, judgmental nonsense where you have to be, you know, walk between the buoys every single time and they struggle to be themselves and they want to take a leap to open a business. So they want to take a leap to do something different for themselves. What advice would you give? Okay, great question. Um, well, there were a lot of questions in there to address. First of all, cancel culture is ridiculous. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't like somebody, if you don't agree with them, if you think that their opinions are all wrong, if you think that they're harming the world, if you think all this stuff because of your opinion, stop following them. Stop looking at them. Block them. Ignore them. Like you don't need to spend time around them. I don't spend time around people that make me don't that make me feel like I suck. I don't spend time around people that make me question my integrity when I know I'm an integritous person. That's one of my core values. I don't I don't spend time reading Reddit posts and articles and YouTube's and this. And I would challenge you if you're somebody who is struggling with this and you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, but I am getting attacked on all these different angles and whatever. It's like go Google Elon Musk. You know, Google Jeff Bezos, Google Mark Zuckerberg, Google Bill Gates, Google Donald Trump, Google Joe Biden. Okay, I'm just giving you some random names to Google. The amount of hate that these, I just used men, that these men get, I'll give some women, Google Oprah, okay? Like, you know, Google these people because they have so much hate, but they have so much love. You can't expect the whole world to like you. There are people that hated Mother Teresa, for God's sake. There's people that hated Gandhi. There's people that hated Martin Luther King Jr. There's people that hate everybody who has done nothing but try to help the world. So why do you think you're, you're going to be you're going to be somebody that only has glowing reviews? You're only going to get five stars on your podcast. You're only going to get five stars on your YouTube channel. You're only going to get positive comments everywhere you go. You're, it's impossible. And if you keep spending your time trying to please everybody, you're going to serve nobody. Please listen back on that. Like you spend so much time trying to make everybody like you and so much time trying to be the coach for everybody or the business person for everybody or my business is going to do this and it's going to serve everybody in the world. No, see, like it's not. It's just not. And so by you playing really small, diluting yourself, diluting your value, diluting your personality, playing down, 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 down on how great you actually are, you're helping absolutely nobody in the world. They're going to try to cancel you. And the crazy thing about cancel culture is the only person who can cancel you is you. Yeah. Great example. Go look at, like, I'm so sorry, but I think this man really needs help. He's clearly mentally ill. Something is wrong with Kanye West. And you can say we're going to cancel Kanye. I don't really see him being canceled. I see him continuing to, or what's the, what's the guy, um, you know, love him or hate him, Andrew Tate, you try to I cancel him, he keeps creating, like, you right. can't cancel anybody. If Andrew Tate decided to stop creating content on his own platform, he would have canceled himself. Kanye keeps finding other platforms to keep creating. He's not canceling himself. You tried to cancel Donald Trump. He has announced that he's running for the presidency again. He's not canceled. You have to have, again, that internal guidance that says, I'm not canceling myself. You don't have to like me, but I know who I am as a person. And so when people get really loud about Jesse Lee is this, she's that, she's blah, 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 I'm like, no, like, I know who I am. Thank you. Next. And I just don't, yeah. I don't, just don't look at it. For people that want to take the leap, get out of your head and get into your heart. Okay, if there's something you feel like you have a business plan for, an idea for, a mission for, something you want to impact the world with, you need to get loud about this. You need to talk about this. You need to tell people, I'm passionate about this. This is where this is going. This is where I'm taking this. I'm excited about it. And more importantly than just having the excitement and the passion around it is you better get around good people. And something I do not see nearly enough entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs because they're not yet entrepreneurs do is they think that they don't have to spend money to get in the right rooms or they don't think they need to spend money to get the coaches. They think they're 
they're going to get all the advice they need on Instagram posts and YouTube videos and whatever. YouTube University is great and it has a place. I have spent millions of dollars on education and it shows in the way that I show up on the internet. It shows in the way that I speak. It shows in the amount that I can charge to be on people's stages. It shows in the way that I create content. It shows in everything. Because yeah. instead of having to reinvent the wheel and figure everything out on my own, it doesn't have to be millions of dollars like I said. You start by spending $100 here and there, $200 here, $500 there, then $1,000 as everything scales and builds. You can't take the money with you anyway, so you might as well become the best flipping person on earth that you possibly can that God gave you that soul or your soul inside of this, this meat suit, as my dad would call it, right? Like make yourself the best version of yourself. I don't want to end up, you know, at the end of my life and be like, oh, I shoulda, 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 or these cancel culture people made me not talk. No, you decided not to talk about your business. You decided not to talk about your dream. You decided not to create the content. Take some accountability for the fact you didn't do it. And yeah, just go after your dreams is what I would say to all that. And then you asked what's next, but I don't know if you want to follow up on any of that before I answer that. No, that that was powerful. I think we're definitely in sync here. So I wish we'd have met earlier because I think we have the same morals and the same beliefs here. Um, I also think that you can only cancel yourself. You know, I recently had a business that uh, we were the darling of solar. I mean, darling, like Mm. we, we won over 40 awards. We got... Uh, I did presentations to public and private companies over 200 times. We had 54 offers and we had two public offers to to do a reverse merger, take us public with a billion 50 um, valuation. Wow. We were going to close that deal this year. Super excited. We had 2,200 employees, won every award A plus, but we had a manufacturer that 15,000 of our, of our 40,000 customer systems weren't producing, weren't working. And it all started to come out with firmware they put out eight or nine months ago. And so we went from this darling to tens of, you know, thousand complaints, phone calls went from 800 a month of people having issues to 36,000 a month because people kept calling in. I, I mean, it was crazy that we ended up bankrupting the company. Social media and the news stations ended up putting everything out here without getting to the, to the bottom line. Fast forward a few months later, after we have to close the company because literally sales, everything plummeted because this manufacturer didn't own a company called Generac. Uh, what happened was is now Generac has two class action lawsuits against them, right, from consumers, and they have a securities fraud class action lawsuit against them and their executive team for hiding this faulty part. We were their largest installer. We were like 80% of their installs. So not only they lie to their investors, they've got that, but they also lied about how big somebody is, is you know, their partners. We were 80% of their, of their volume for, you know, batteries and any kind of solar equipment. So long story short... Um, it was hard, hard on my family, hard on our employees, try to stay open. We fought this fight as we withered and kept fighting. And I had to keep inspiring the employees. Like, listen, people are going to say bad stuff about you, no matter what, like the perception is that most of these people are sheep or cows. They just go whatever to the flow and they say whatever they don't think for themselves. I said, it's like an abused child. If a parent tells a child, you're a piece of shit, you're a low life, you're a piece of shit, you're a low life. That child starts to believe it. What we can't do is be that abused child. You can't believe what they say about you. You've said this. When you wake up in the morning, you know who, what kind of person you are. You know the integrity you have. You know what your morales are about. Like, you know who you are when you, go, when you leave. You know who you are when you come home. Right. That's it. What everybody else says is just noise. And it takes, I'm a big believer because I've got a you know, pretty good podcast and doing some other things here. But hate me. You're still watching me. You're still subscribing (laughs) to me. You're still paying me. So as long as you're relevant, it doesn't matter. It's when you're irrelevant, it starts to be a problem. Oh, it's... (laughs) 
yes, 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 and yes. It's interesting because I don't, I don't even know if the haters really even recognize this, but the, the the successful people like the list of names I used before, but also people like yourself and myself. Like the the key to all of this is it really is what those little movies in the '90s said, or you know whoever the articles in the '90s said. All press is good press. It's like, does it hurt you emotionally if you see it? Yeah. So don't look at it. Okay, you're human. Don't look at it. But ultimately, they are magnifying you. So I'll give you a quick example. Then I want to say a couple things to what you said because I was freaking fire. I hope everyone listens to that. And I'm sorry that happened to you. Uh, but I will tell you there's blessings inside that. I know you know that. But there's a lot of blessings inside that. You will. You might not be on that side of it yet, but you will be on that side of it. And you will see them. And you'll be so grateful that it happened to you. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know any of that. But I do know it's for a reason. I appreciate that. I mean that. Uh so I, uh, I have a lot of haters. I don't know what their problem is. I think they think I'm too hot or something. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, it's like a personal problem. I didn't choose these genetics, but uh, you can take it up with my ancestors. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and you can take it up with yours while you look like you. But anyway, so um, that's not the point. But they don't like me for, for many reasons. I'm not really sure why because, again, I don't watch it. But I came out with my education platform finally. I'm coaching business owners how to scale their businesses, right? And I'm very good at this. It's, I'm extremely talented at this. And I, started, I finally decided oh, I'm going to monetize this. I, and, bef- and I just mentioned, you know, I started like very soft launching, like before I even sold anything or dropped anything. I'm just kind of like chatting, just da-da-da-da, just dropping yeah, little, in there. little it. things in my live videos, little things in my stories. Oh, I'm going to come out with an education platform, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. And even just from saying that, before I even set a price point or nothing, they went crazy. And I'm so thankful because it ended up being a seven-figure launch. In two weeks, it was a seven-figure launch for my education platform. So thank you. They did so much free advertising for me. I didn't watch a single one of these videos. But you could you could have YouTubed, you know, Jesse Lee's coaching or I don't even know what they, what the titles are. You know, Accelerator, like fraud, scam, alert, ah, right? And I'm like, holy smokes, you are actually promoting the hell out of me. Because if you were to watch one of those, and then go to my Instagram and watch even, I don't know, two reels of mine where you see even the, the smallest business coaching because inside my education program, like I'm, these people's brains are exploding because I'm giving them all of it, you know? Yeah. And the testimonies are nuts after five weeks. It's unbelievable. But um, I'm like, you accidentally turned this, like it, it would have been a multi six-figure launch, no doubt about it, okay? My warm market, they're crazy. They love me. They want my brain. It's nuts. Like my, I knew it was going to be big. I don't yeah. know if it would have been as big as it is. I don't know if we would have sold as many $15,000 masterminds. It's just no, a you three day weekend. You, you, I don't they know. Gave me free press. Yeah. You gave me a lot of free press. So I like, I, I'm very genuine about this. If you don't consume it and you don't change your content to try to placate these haters, you explode because they just can't, they can't, they're addicted to you. They can't help it. They got to make these videos about you. They got to create the anti you. Like they're, Trump won the election because people fucking hated him and everyone watched him and they made yeah. the other people want him more. It's a great example. You know, you love him or you hate him. You kept talking about him, you know, yes. like all his little clips and stuff like that. It's like, yes, he says psychotic things. Okay, but you're making it viral. So if you don't want him to get more press, then stop talking about him, right? Okay. Anyway, so like um, – but I will tell you, this is what I want to say in response to what you said, because that was a little tangent. Time promotes your exposes you. This was a little one-liner I heard 11 years ago in business, because I was going through my first rough patch in business. And I thought to myself, this is crazy. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, you know, kind of do one of these, like, woe is me things. And somebody said that to me. She said, Jesse Lee, just chill. Just give it time. I said, give it time. 
you know, get what I mean, get time. I can't believe this is happening to me. And they said, hey, time's going to promote you or expose you. People will be able to tell who's real and who's not. And I didn't believe this for a long time. And then some of my big crashes where I felt like my world was falling apart, I kept thinking to myself, how much time is this going to take? How much time? But it always does. And then um, the reason I said to you, you know, the the thing I said about, I don't know why, but I just know. Somebody also said this to me years ago, and I wish I could give credit to these people because it's these passing conversations that just stick in your head like glue, right? But they said, hey, if you did it once, you can do it again. Yeah. And so no matter what, I like to think about this sometimes because when you're successful, I still think there's some little bit of me and other successful people where you sometimes think to yourself, what if I lose it all? You know, what if this is almost a fluke? Like what if, you know, what if this lifestyle is – like, I don't know what if something goes terribly wrong. There's kind of this thing where the, the past is almost you know, chasing you in yeah. a way. Yeah. And it's like, if you took everything away from me, and I mean everything, if you took, aside from my dogs, you can't have my dogs, okay? And you can't take Nana's ashes. But aside from that, um, if you took the penthouse, if you took the cars, if you took the jewelry, if you took the designer crap, if you took all of the stuff, you emptied my bank accounts, you, you shut down all my investments, you closed the funds, the hotels I own burned to the ground, like, I don't even know. You can't take this. You yeah. just can't. You can't. This is the valuable thing. That's why I said money is the easiest thing to fix because I know if you wiped it all, if, if all my companies went to zero, this is so rock solid that even on my worst days, I know the knowledge is here. I know sometimes I got to dust myself off, pick myself up and get back to it. And not every day is, you know, not every hour of every day is good and not whatever. But do I smile every day? Yeah. Am I, am I grateful every day? And do I express gratitude every day? Yeah. Is there more joy in my life than there is negativity and hate? Now a quick word from our sponsors. No, very, very kind words. And I, and I agree. I, I told myself, people are like, what's next then? You had this billion dollar company and, you know, everything was invested in, in that. I mean, obviously I don't have debt and I made some money over time. But, you know, when you have four or five hundred million dollars in stock and you get ready to go public and then in 90 days it's gone. Well, now I'm like, OK, well, how am I going to build a billion dollars in three years and not eight? I built that in eight years. Well, I'm not going to build one billion dollar company. I'm going to build five, $300 million companies. So I'm already invested and got two up and running. And then, um, but it's the knowledge. It's the knowledge that I've got the experience that I have. That's invaluable. Yes. I can help so many others, help them direct through traffic, how to scale, how to do things. And I feel like, like I've this, that's the third company I built. I built two others, sold it and then got the third one. It's exciting. It's like, you know what? It's the challenge. It's the fight. Here comes the storm. I'm going to be a buffalo and punch it right in the fucking mouth and get through it and come out the other end, be happy and excited. So I believe there is always a plan and there's a reason, like you said. It's not, it doesn't ever feel good sometimes when you're in the storm, but I'm starting to come out of it super excited, super motivated. Um, and I don't let it hold me down. It's like, look, I've got work to do and this is the plan and this is how it's going to happen. This is what, this is what I'm meant to do. So, you know, I, I built three and you know what, now I'm going to build five. So it'll be eight companies I've built from the ground up. So I just get excited about that because it just proves, you know, what we've been saying, like you know, winners win. And people that want it have to go get it. Yeah. And it's like, even at the, like, and I'll, I'm just going to say it, I'm speaking for you unintentionally, but I think you're, you're going to agree with me. It's like you, you knew your company was worth a billion dollars, but you probably had that moment where we're like, yeah, this is cool. 
but it never yeah. felt like you expected it to. And I'm just going to say that because I've had a lot of big, big wins. And it's almost yeah. like I have the big win. I go, huh, that was cool. There's no dancing midgets and no offense to midgets, but there's no dancing midgets and fireworks everywhere. There's nothing <laughs> special that happens. Right. It's just not. There's nothing special that happens, which is why I want more people to understand it truly is the journey. It is not the destination. It's the people you meet along the way. It's the lives you change. It's the lessons you learn. It's the information that you receive. It's who you become in the process of that. So had you gone public and, you know, let's say you became a billionaire. I know it wouldn't have been a billion, but, you know, hundreds of millions, right? Like, but I'm called a billion. Like, does that actually change who you are? No, it's the pursuit of who you have to become to be the billionaire, right? And I think people don't understand that when they look at wealthy people, it's like, you know, like you, you, it's the reason why people can win the lottery and they lose it all because the weight of money, the weight of, of, the, of holding on to that, it takes a completely different skill set, a completely different skill set than holding on to it and creating and, and continuing to grow and having the discipline and the fortitude to get back up when you're knocked down. It's completely different. So I love the journey. I love the grind. I like, I don't need to be on like whatever, I don't even know what day of the month it is, but somewhere around Christmas, it's like probably the Eve of Christmas Eve or something. Eve, 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 Eve. I don't know. It's something like that. It's Hanukkah. All right. So it's somewhere. In, I don't need to be on podcasts. I don't need to be doing business calls. I don't need to be uh, checking in on my other businesses. I don't need to be doing anything. I want to be, I enjoy the grind. I enjoy the grit. I enjoy the pain as much as I enjoy the, the, the lessons that are inside of all of it. Because at the end of the day, I think about all the stuff that I've created. And I don't mean this stuff. I mean like content. And I think about if I have children, there's going to be some day where they're going to watch their mom and they're going to watch their grandma or their great grandma or their great, 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 like great generations. And they're going to go, Whoa, the person she became, that DNA is in me. That's in me. Oh my God. And there's going to be no question about the person, the investment of time and energy and impact and love and all of this and kindness, like we talked about, integrity that I had to have to turn into that person. And I'm going to leave this incredible legacy behind. So when I'm telling people, Josh, just create, it's not because I want you to make millions of dollars. I, I mean, I do want you to make millions and billions or whatever. I'm talking to everybody when I say you, it's a collaborative you, collective you. It's like, you're not going to be physically on this planet forever. So I know that my, in your, you know, thousands of episodes of podcasts by the time it's all done or hundreds of thousands of hours of interviews and God knows what, or photographs of me on stages, I get to leave more than just an impact of, oh, you have my DNA. You're going to see what's possible. And so I don't want to, I don't want to leave the earth feeling like, oh, I could have done more. I could have been more. I could have become more. I want to live in tremendous abundance. I want to be able to give at such a huge level that my kids go or bring whoever, you know, oh gosh, look what's possible because it's all possible, but it's not all possible just for me. Some more people need to step into being, Hey, I want to be that example. I want to be the person who can, who can do those things. I was, I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent right now. I hope you don't mind, but like, no, you're I, was good. A, I love it. I was on a call uh, with somebody yesterday. She's a huge leader and she wants to, to join me and she's potentially joining me in business. And this happens all the time. I interview these monster seven figure earners. Like, can I please align with you? I'm like, yeah. And she thought I was this tough girl. Right. And I'm having more of like a conversation with you than like a blah, 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 blah. But when you get little clips of me, I can seem super aggressive. And she said, uh, she said, you are like, you shocked me because you have this level of compassion. I didn't expect to hear. I said, girl, I'm all red. Like I got to drive and you've got this blue. You're super fun. I'm not the fun one. I'm the 
I'm the mush. Like I'm the caring one. I'm the one who just wants to take people with me. She's like, I just, I didn't really, I didn't get that from the reels and TikToks. Like I'm so glad we had this conversation. You can have it all. You can have your cake. You can eat it too. You can be kind while you do it. You can be the most wealthy person in your area. You can be the most impactful person in your region. You can do whatever, not even just your region. You can have everything, but it has to start with you and you've got to start putting out all the content and get uncomfortable more and feel the pain and have the heartbreak and have the betrayals. You got betrayed by that person. Like you're going to have to go through all of that stuff because then on the other end, you can lead so many more people through it. All the pain and stuff like you're going through. And I know you're still going through it. It's like, think about the people that you're going to be able to say, whoa, whoa, it's okay, man. Like I I've been there. I, I, I lost a billion dollar company. So hang on a second. It's not going to break you. Like this can, this can make you, this can take you into the best season of your life, but you've got to make the decision it's going to. And you are uniquely qualified to do that, Jason. I can't, I never lost a billion dollar company. Now you get to serve those people. You get to bring those people through their darkest hours. You get to run them through hell like a Buffalo and show them the light. And like, I think that is so powerful because most people don't understand all of the pain is your actual power. That's your power. So yeah. I got to stop talking, but like, no, no, listen, that's that. fire. Everything you're putting out right now is fire. And it's funny. I had the conversation with my son. I said, look, we're gonna have to make a Netflix movie soon of how to build a billion dollar business and then how you lose it in 90 days and then how you build a bigger one. Right. So, uh, you just gotta always glass half full. Uh, you put out a lot of good stuff, Jesse, this was amazing. How can the folks follow you and find you? Uh, so on, I don't know how, let's, let's start with Google, I guess. If you just Google Jesse Lee Ward, everything pops up, but, um, Instagram is I'm boss Lee. I only have one page. I feel like I have to say that now because there's these idiotic scammers that'll like call it I'm boost Lee or like spell my name wrong. I'm like, it's I'm boss Lee and that's it. Um, but, uh, Instagram or TikTok is I'm boss Lee. Facebook's Jesse Lee Ward. Um, and I've got a YouTube channel, Jesse Lee Ward also. So I'm everywhere. Well, you're a freaking rock star. Uh, I'm so glad we had this interview. I'm fucking jacked up. It's hard to find people with my kind of energy. And I'm like, damn, she's got that energy. I've got, I love it because we could feed off each other. And and a lot of people, they don't have that energy. So that's exciting to, to talk to somebody and interview somebody who's got that kind of that mojo and energy to take it to the next level and loves to win. So Jesse, thank you so much. Guys, make sure you follow and subscribe to Jesse, as well as make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and the YouTube channel. Bam!